This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 208. Amy Gillette shows you three easy ways to speak English like an American. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. ESL author Amy Gillette joins us today on the podcast to share her expertise. Listen in for tips that can help you understand and replicate the American accent. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, how are you doing today? I am here today with a very exciting guest. Our guest today is the author of best-selling ESL books, Speak English Like an American, and Speak Business English Like an American. She teaches business English to international executives, and most recently for ICBC, the world's largest bank. She's done lots of teaching, lots of working with business professionals, and today I am happy to introduce Amy Gillette. Amy, welcome. How are you? Thank you, Lindsay. I'm doing wonderful. It's great to be with you today. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm excited. I've seen that you've done a lot of awesome things for students in this field, and I want to ask you to tell us a story about the reason why you decided to publish this fantastic book called How to Speak English Like an American. Great, Lindsay. I'd be happy to. So my first book, as you mentioned, is called Speak English Like an American. And that really came about for a couple of reasons. First of all, since, um, since I've been about 10 years old, I've been very passionate about language myself. So okay. I studied, yeah, I studied about eight foreign languages over the years. Um, yeah, some of them in a the classroom setting, some of them, uh, self-study. And so I really love learning language and comparing these various languages to English. And my, yeah, my language study has been uh, both in the United States and as well as being a foreign exchange student in Russia and in Italy and working overseas in Russia and the Czech Republic, where I also study the language. So, I yeah, so I really have a love for languages. And one of the things that I always wanted to do when I was overseas was really connect and learn a natural way to speak with, with the natives, with people there. And I always struggled with that because... Um, you know, a lot of my language had come out of textbooks and formal classroom, and I just yeah. couldn't translate it into being able to have a rich, natural conversation with natives. So that was always a, a need that I felt would be very helpful for me personally. And then after I studied a lot of these languages, I actually taught English. In, okay. Yeah, I taught English at Charles University in Prague. And I, see. And, and I actually got over there. When I got over there, I was really one of the first wave of English teachers. 
And I was so early over there that the textbooks hadn't arrived yet. So I didn't even have a book that I could use. Oh, right? you had I, had, I really had with. nothing. <laughs> okay, see, yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing. I had nothing. And the people were so hungry to learn English and really interested in what I had to say. And what I found was they had been learning English in the classroom, some of them for 10 years, but most of them were afraid to open their mouths and say anything. Or, uh, yeah. They or they, yeah. they didn't feel they they could speak to me in a natural way. So I really just I, started, you know, giving them phrases that they could use to speak to me, um, just very yeah. practical phrases. Yeah. And what I, you know, this is the, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And what I learned was they were really hungry, especially for idioms and expressions that came from America. They really wanted to learn how we speak uh, in the United States, and so that's what I brought them. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I mean, we even hear this a lot today from our listeners. They're often asking us, you know, what's the latest idiom? Like, how can I sound natural? Right. Right. So this is such a key point. And, you know, when was that that you were back in the Czech Republic? What year? That was actually 1991. Okay. Wow. So this is a long time ago, but it's still a real need for our listeners today. It is. and so that's why I wanted to bring you on today, Amy, Excellent. if you could help us out here. So can you give us three tips for how to actually speak English like an American? Because this is exactly what our listeners want, how to speak naturally, not textbook English, right? right? Not dictionary right. English, but how to do it authentically. Excellent. So what's your first tip that you can give us? Okay, so my first tip, Lindsay, is to really build your vocabulary by learning mm. common American idioms. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. English is very rich with idioms. Absolutely. And idioms are really tricky because, as we know, idioms cannot be translated word for word, right? If you translate them oh. word for word, they don't make any sense, right? <laughs> and it happens sometimes. We make that mistake and it ends up being very weird. Exactly. It ends up leading to lack of comprehension, misunderstandings, general confusion and chaos, right? That's so, right. Idioms, so. The linguistic term is a chunk. Idioms need to be learned as chunks, as, a, as an entire phrase. So phrases like beat around the bush, up in the air, give someone the axe. Those are all examples of idioms that the learner needs to learn uh, as a chunk, as a complete phrase, and to really understand those. Yeah, one thing that I've seen learners often doing is taking an idiom or an expression from their native language and translating it into English. Right. Yeah. And and trying to use that and, and, and we know what happens when we try to do we that. We know what right? happens there, right? Usually ends up being nonsense. Occasionally there will be one that translates okay, but that's really not very common. So um yeah. every language has its own unique set of idioms that need to be learned. And so yeah. really with my books, the books that I've written is what I've done is give pe- given people a shortcut. I've said, here are 300 idioms in each of my five books. You get three, about 300 idioms that will are in use today that are very common, that you're very likely to hear, that you're probably going to want to start using. And they're all listed there with lots of examples. They're shown in context. They're put in, into dialogues. And the learner can just start lifting those, learning those, lifting them, listening for them, reading newspapers and trying to find them, and then starting to try them out with, with native speakers as well. Very nice. I like that. It yeah. is a shortcut, isn't it? it? Is. Because why not make things easier exactly. on yourself by just learning it straight from the actual language instead of translating and getting the dictionary and right. translating word for word? I like yeah, that, Amy. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I've also got some apps that do the same thing, like Speak English Like an American is now available as an app. So, again, mm-hmm. that's another way, another 
tool that people can use to, to really have a shortcut to master these important idioms. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Very cool. Yeah. And what would be your second tip for how our listeners can speak English more like Americans to sound okay. more natural? Absolutely. So my second tip is to really work on your American pronunciation. And I've got a okay. few, I've got a few little sub tips here under that. So great. What you really want to do is learn how to form your mouth so you're pronouncing vowels and consonants the way that native speakers do, right? Mm. Because in a lot of cases. Uh, people who don't speak English as a native language and, and they're using their mother tongue, they're using that as kind of their guide about how to make okay. these vowel and consonant sounds. And in some cases, it's just different, right? The sounds right. are different. So um, you can do this through using an accent reduction system that shows you on video how to form your mouth. Um, mm -hmm. You can really watch native speakers as they form the vowels and consonants and see what they're doing and try to copy mm -hmm. them. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I like the idea of watching and observing, <clears throat> like actually watching the person's mouth. I think maybe we don't do that quite enough. Yeah, yeah, watching the whole mouth. And I mean lips, the tongue, the chin, What what's going on there? How are they forming the sound? How are they forming their, their mouths to produce that sound? Hmm, I like that. Okay, I like great, that. Great, great. All right, and the second okay. part of this pronunciation piece is really learning informal American speech patterns. For example want to. So you want to often sounds like wanna, right? It gets shortened yeah. in everyday speech. Yeah. So for, that's huge. Yeah, it so for example, do you want to grab a cup of coffee? Right? That doesn't sound natural. <laughs> that's the way no. it's right. Yeah, no. Sounds like the textbook. Sounds yeah. like a textbook or a robot, right? Or a tra mm -hmm. or, or a machine translation. It's mm -hmm. actually it's not do you want to grab a cup of coffee? It's gonna become do you want to grab a cup of coffee? Right. Mm, so you see like how that. that want to became wanna and that cuppa yeah. became cuppa. That's key. Yeah. That's key. Absolutely key. Right. Okay. Right. And the third sub tip under the American pronunciation is really to pay attention to the rhythm of English. Mm. Right. Every language has its own unique rhythm. And how can we do that? Would you recommend listening every day for a certain amount of time? Or how would we, how can we absorb the rhythm you can, of English? You can listen, you can movies, YouTube, uh, talking and conversation with native speakers and really listen to the music that native speakers make when they're speaking English. Kind of play their sentences back in your head and think, when are their voices rising? When are their voices falling? When are their voices yeah. steady? Right? Well, I think that piece that you just said, playing the voices back in your head, we've talked a little bit on the show about thinking in English, okay. but what you just said, playing the voice back in your head is a form of thinking in English. It's something that I've always done when I've learned languages. Right. That's why I've ha had an easier time comparatively speaking to actually learn Spanish and sound more natural because I just automatically repeat it back in my head. Excellent. Uh, and it helps. It's amazing the progress you can make just within your own head. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Use what you've got, right? Use what you've yep. got. So what would be tip number three, Amy, in terms of sounding more natural? Okay, my tip number three is to practice with native speakers. 
Okay, so we've talked first about really enriching your vocabulary, improving your vocabulary by adding American idioms and expressions. And we talked about really working and being mindful of your pronunciation. Now take the two of these and practice. And you should let your American friends and colleagues know that you want to practice and that you want them to correct you when they hear you pronouncing a word wrong. Um, You should try out your new idioms and your new vocabulary on native speakers to see how it works out. Uh, Mm -hmm. You need to start start using the language. If you don't use it, it's just in the back of your head. You may not understand the idioms when you read them. But in order to own the language and to make it active, you need to start using it. So, yeah, and I yeah. yeah, that's so important. And I know a lot of our listeners really want to speak, but they feel like it's hard to find places to practice. Right. And we actually do have one recommendation for them. So you guys, if you want to practice today and get a native speaking partner, you can go to allearsenglish.com slash italki, I-T-A-L-K-I, and you can actually find a teacher right away. And I like this suggestion, Amy, because it's not enough just to listen right. or just to practice your pronunciation. You've got to take it to that next step and practice. Right. It's essential to practice, to be, to make mistakes, be corrected, and then you know, integrate those corrections into your into your speech going forward, right? You've got it. to practice. I love it. Okay. Did you did you find an easy? Was it easy for you to find practice partners when you were out in the Czech Republic and trying to learn Czech? Did you were you learning yes. uh, the native languages out yes, there? Or did you have a hard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I okay. did. I did find a practice partner and I worked with him every week very diligently and found material, read the newspaper out loud and found, com- you know, we identified topics of conversation we could discuss that got us both engaged. And so Good. very fruitful exchange and it really helped my language. So, of course, I was still yeah. using textbooks and um, I was still relying on books to build my vocabulary and textbooks for grammar. But there's nothing like taking that knowledge and applying it and practicing. Completely. Well, this has been great, Amy. Thank you so much for your tips. So just to recap, what you've told us is first we want to focus on vocabulary, but we want to learn idioms in chunks, not individual words, right? Exactly. Right. And then next we want to look at the pronunciation. So we want to watch native speakers and see how they form the sounds in their mouth. Um, learn those informal speech patterns, which we've talked about a few times on this show. Things like want to becomes wanna, right? right? I like that. And then the third one was to practice with natives as much as you can. That's awesome, Amy. Excellent. Thank you for that. And yeah, and, and where can our, so you have some really cool resources out there. I know you've been in the field for a long right. time. You've done some fantastic things to help listeners or help learners feel better about their English, improve their English. So where can they go to find what you have to offer? So they should go to languagesuccesspress.com where they'll find all five of my books as well as a bunch of apps that I helped work on as well. Awesome. Awesome. And also, if listeners want to specifically find your book, How to Speak English Like an American, which is the most popular one, uh, I think it's one of the top sort of ranked books in Amazon, um, you guys can go to allersenglish.com slash Amy, but head on over to languagesuccesspress.com to find all the other products that she has. Very cool. Amy, I want to say thank you for coming on the show today. This has been fantastic chatting with you. Thanks, Lindsay. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks a lot. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.